Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Fun with Flame, and today we are talking about the highly waited for and most enjoyable first episode of the last season of Game of Thrones. God damn! Um, first, uh, that just what what an emotional thrill ride that episode was. It, they, they, there was a lot, there was a lot going on. Um, and the fact that episodes later are going to have longer run times is just uh, that's just. That's just all right in my book. But um, first and foremost, I just want to state something. Um, what the fuck is up with the North people? Like, what is their problem? Seriously. Like, is it like, it's like, you you know about the, the deads. You, you know they're coming. These The ice zombies are coming. So why, why are you being such dicks? Like, it's just, it doesn't make any sense. And it's like, John, John's a great guy. He's telling you what's real. He's telling you what's up. Like, forget all this banner stuff. We're fighting, basically, we're fighting zombies. Zombies don't care. So we need to stop. We could do, we could settle that crap after we're done with the zombies. But for right now, zombies don't care. Um, but this is my opinion. Okay, um, want to get into it. This episode was, um, fantastic. It was, it was, it was great. Um, I would, I would love to package it and give it to people so that they could experience the joy that I experienced when watching it. Um, it, it, it started off great, um, started off strong, showing the uh, Grey Ones march through Winterfell. Um, that was a nice, it was a nice scene. Um, and then it was like, ah, they go Arya. But she didn't say nothing when she saw John. It was like, ah, what are you doing? Like, yeah, that, 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 that's her brother. That's her big brother. Uh, gosh, she loves him. She loves him so much. Um, so that was like, I was like sad. I was sad for her that she didn't speak to him because the rest of his family is weird now and it's really just him and her that truly are brother and sister everyone else is kind of just like just fucking weird but um it, it it was it was awesome seeing how everyone was given um you know dan there's the the hate look because you know whatever reason it's like oh man the king of the north bowed down to you we don't like you you white-haired bitch. And then the dragons flew over and they would start freaking out. I love that scene. They, You heard someone scream. It was like, oh, God, protect us. <laughs> it was it was funny. That was funny to me. And showing her having that little smirk look, I was like, yeah, like, you deserve that. Because, like, there's something wrong with these people. <laughs> and it was like, like, the cold just made them permanent dicks. And it was like, just because you in the north, like, you're not trusting nobody. Like, man, fuck that. Like, we, we, we're literally fighting a war where all of us can die and get turned into zombies. Chill, chill out. So, um, it leading into, uh, basically everyone talking and trying to understand exactly what's going on with the North and like where they are army wise, what's happening. And then, you know, Stan's a character I can't stand, um, shows her teeth and is like, I planned for all of us to be, um, okay for the winter. I didn't plan for the gray ones and the Tardaki, like it. And, and, like, and dragons. She's like, what do dragons eat anyway? And I just love the fact that, like, just Daenerys just went, and they want. And it's like, what the fuck you gonna do? Like, like why is Stanza being such a bitch? She has been through a lot, but she is, like, a bitch to the wrong type of people. And this has always been a huge character flaw for me um, when it comes to her. And it's that, like, yeah, you've been through a lot. You deserve every right to be this stone-cold woman. But you're stone cold to the wrong fucking people. Why you got Arya, who's nice to people who she knows and that that deserves to be nice to, and she's a dick to people who deserve that treatment because they're terrible people. Um, uh, another great scene was that when she finally um the fact that she knows that the Hound is still alive and that she saw him, and he was like, "You're just a cold little bitch, ain't you?" 
Yeah, I guess that's why he's still alive. And it's like, ah, oh, shank him in the face. <laughs> but that that was cool. Um, everyone tripping over uh, John and all that. Like it's like ah. But um, they had um, the a weird thing that they had going on was with um, what's his name? But at the um, oh, 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 what's his name? At the iron um. Ironborn, um, the ship guy, when he wanted to get with Cersei, and then she let him, and then it was like, okay, that happened. That that was that was whatever. Um, I do enjoy his confidence. Like he came he came to be as a strong, crazy ass character, and the fact that he stayed that way has is like I I like that. Like the dude, he knows what he wants. He doesn't really give a damn about everything else that's going on. It's just like, eh, when I die, I die. I'm cool with doing whatever I want for right now. Like that type of character. Can't wait to see how he gets killed. If he does get killed, we do not know. But can't wait to see how he gets killed. Um Cersei uh doing what she's doing. Uh you know, she's plotting, stacking stacks on stacks. Uh that that's just how she is. That's cool. Now, uh, messed up moment was the fact that uh, you know Sam was with his books and everything. And then Daenerys came in and talked to him, and then that's when he finally found out that she's actually the one who killed his father and his brother, whom up until this point he didn't even know were dead. And then he just got uh, Bran just sitting there in a the wheelchair, being all weird. Um, but I did like the fact that when he saw him, he's like, what are you doing out here? You know, I'm just waiting for an old friend. And so then he was like, but it's time for you to tell John, you know, his truth. Like, what's up with him? He's like, no, like, I'm, I'm not doing that. And he was like, yes, yes, you are. It's time for you to do it. Do it. Um, I don't understand. Like, I know that they're going to stretch this out because. Oh, excuse me again. Yeah, yawning. I'm sleeping. Uh, but I know they're going to stretch this out because, you know, John's that type of guy where he's not really going to mention it. And I doubt anyone's going to tell uh, Dan Harris or anything like that. But uh, so they, they really need to let her know that he's actually her nephew as well. Not just letting John know that he's the real king. But I would I would have preferred it if it was like a grandiose um, statement, not just something that they told John, you know, in confidence, but something they told a lot of people, so everyone just kind of comes to grips with that all at once, rather than it being this long, drawn-out thing about exactly where he came from, but that's that's what it's going to lead up to. You only got five more episodes left, so, you know, they're, they're going to do whatever they're going to do. I'm, I'm cool with that. Uh, I, I did enjoy, um, in showing what's his name, uh, not James. Damn it! What's Peter Dinklage's character name? It's it's weird that I know Peter Dinklage's name over his character in Game of Thrones. But you know who I'm talking about. If you know who I'm talking about, um. But the fact that his character, like when he was talking to the uh, unit guy, and he was like, uh, he was like, oh, at least you ain't got no balls. You can't freeze your balls off. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, you you hate dwarf jokes but you always say eunuch jokes what what is up with that like you're okay with saying eunuch jokes at my expense what's up with that he because i got balls <laughs> I, I was laughing i was laughing that was funny it was funny but um they're best friends so it's cool for them to go back and forth like that um now they did come to the realization that basically john and daners needs to basically make it official those two need to come together i don't understand why 
why they're acting like they shouldn't bring it up, but realistically, it would make everything okay. Like, it, that, that literally would squash all the problems that they got going on right now. And it's like, yeah, she's the queen, but, you know, like, marry him and establish him as her king. You know, if you will, you won't, whatever. But establish him as the king, and then it's like you just got their family ruling all of Westeros, period. So, you know, because this whole separation crap with what's coming is... It's a waste, and it's, like, just ridiculous longevity. So they just kind of need to get it over with. Uh, now, it was a fantastic moment was when Arya finally saw Jon. That, that was just such a loving brother-sister moment. Just like, oh, God, they love each other. Like, just so beautiful. He, how'd you sneak up on me? She, how'd you survive a knife through the heart? And he, I did. I was just like, I was like, oh, yay. I was like, if it was just them and the family, we, we have no problems with the Starks because, because is crazy. Um, now, but so that it, it was, it was, it was a really, it was a really good, strong episode that like it, it started off strong it show it showcased everybody and it, and it was great. Uh, with uh, Peter Dinklage's character, his best his other best friend, the one who's been saving him all his freaking life, and basically it was like his bodyguard for a quick little minute, um, showed him, and it was like a big old shit move because Cersei taxed him with killing Peter Dinklage with a fucking crossbow, just like how he did their father. And I was like, damn. And she's like, she always loved the idea of irony, and it's like, oh come on, man, <laughs> like that's. That's not cool. That's his best freaking friend. But what he was doing with like three whores, like he was like trying to sleep with him. That that was, that was really funny. Um, I I highly I highly urge everyone to watch that scene. You need to, no one can explain that scene to you. You really need to watch it just because of the entirety of it was hilarious. Even what the the um, Cersei's hand said after um, he made them leave so he could talk to the guy. All of it was just was just enjoyable all around. Cheers all around. Um. The end of the episode, actually, um, they were talking about how basically the Night King is coming up with the army towards Westeros. Um, they're basically fucking almost there. Um, but the way how they that that was that was basically the big information of you know what's to come and how desperate they are for the like what's happening and what's like coming up. But the episode itself ended on a very nice. It was it was a nice note like at. When I when it when it went off, and like I took it as a whole, I was like, "Damn, that was that was classy. It was really classy." But the fact that it ended with um, it showed Jamie Lannister go into Westeros, so he's now there, and he was like, he was a hooded dude on a horse, and I'm sitting there going, "Who's this guy?" Like they're gonna finally reveal, and then it was revealed it was Jamie. I was like, "Ah, it's not that big of a deal. I don't know why they're like." Like, you know, whoring this out. Like, it's supposed to mean something. But it wasn't until Jamie turned around and he saw Bran. And when he saw Bran sitting in a wheelchair who'd just been sitting his ass there in that one spot all his time. And I was like, that's who he was waiting for? Oh, shit! The man who made you crippled. Ah, and he was like, I'm here. To, I'm waiting on an old friend. <laughs> it's like, oh, yes. I just enjoyed that. Now, you know, Brand is weird now. So, uh, you know, he's not really going to do anything. Um, especially if you've seen, like, the preview for the next episode. You already know, like, what's what's like what's supposed to be going on with Jamie. But just the way how they did that was, like I said, really classy. It was just a nice throwback to everything that's been happening in Game of Thrones. And it's like, you know, they're, 
they're connecting all the dots. I love the fact that that's, you know, and it's like, and then Jamie saw him and he just had that moment of like, <gasps> like, oh shit. Like, I know, I know, you know, you know, I know like, fuck. Uh, and there's like, there's any two people who have beef, you know, <laughs> who don't have beef, but there's any two people who need this closure, um, instance is those two. So that was, that was, fan- that was a fantastic little, um, into an episode, you know, with, with more stuff waiting to come. Um, my predictions for things, I'm not, I'm really going to say predictions cause I don't really like thinking, uh, about what's going to come when it comes to game of Thrones, because one, they really don't do things in a cliche way, which is why I, I like the show, which is why I love the show. Um, and two, that's really fucking annoying. <laughs> like I, I find that type of mentality fucking annoying unless it's like so freaking predictable. But even still, it's more enjoyable to just watch it as it's going than it is to sit there and have a huge guessing game as to what I think is going to happen. Because it's not that type of show. It's not that type of show that I can get behind where I'm just like, oh, man, like, yeah, you, I'm pretty sure this is going to happen. Like, no, I'm not I'm not that dude who does that. Not for, like, the way how Game of Thrones is. I'm not that type of person who does that. But it's like there is multiple things that can be going on. Um the fact that Sam approached John and told him his truth and everything, and he was like, realistically, when it comes to, which is something that was a, it was mentioned to Dan Ayres a long time ago, and it was a nice, and like, they, they kind of brought it up again, like, you really think about it when they, um, when he brought up to John about his actual heritage and what he's, who he really is, and it's like, you're the actual heir to the Iron um, Throne, and he was like, you were someone who was willing to give up his crown to save his people. Would she do something like that? And this was also something that was mentioned to her before when they just kind of, she had her own land and everything, but she really didn't like, like every, like revolts were happening. She just kind of wanted to leave and everything. And it was just, they mentioned it to her where it was like, you're not a ruler, you're a conqueror. That's, that's always been her thing. It's like, you can take over a place. You've, you're great at doing that. But when it comes to ruling, getting to know people, having people's trust and all that, you suck. You always suck at it. <laughs> like, and it's been proven time and time again, whenever she just kind of like just tries to get roots into some place, it always turns, it always like it is in, it's not in her favor. So like them mentioning that with John and everything is like, yeah, this is true. And it's like, if she, you know, just one of those things was like, maybe she'll come to terms with that. Let him rule. And it's like, well, you know, they'll rule together, whatever. And then as well as the Targaryen way, for them to have incest, like that's just something that they do. I recently looked at the little uh, animated Game of Thrones movie. I don't know if you know that, but it, which is about the origin of how the Seven Kingdoms all, you know, became one, and uh, King's Landing became what it was, and the actual conquest with uh, the Targaryens when they first took over and all that. Pretty, it's like decent little animated movie. Uh, nothing where it's like animation was fantastic, but like little short thingies with people talking and narrating um but it's just an informative thing if you're a game of thrones fan i I highly recommend watching that it's just it went into more depth as to the history of westeros um so all in all uh first episode great great first episode did a lot um showcased a lot there's a lot of characters that they didn't bring up a lot of um a lot of people who you're still going like so whoa so what's up with them what's up with them and like uh I'm pretty sure it's going to get to them as the show is not known for just leaving people out of the loop forever. Um, they are so far, I'm assuming that this episode is going to have the lowest, like the, um, like the shortest runtime out of all the episodes, which is 
freaking crazy, but man, you know, this that's that's what it is. But um yeah, so so far I've been it's doing really well. Can't wait for the next episode. Um so by all means, if you haven't seen Game of Thrones or if you're listening to this review and um you know, you just want to know my impression of it and you haven't seen it, if I was to tell you anything, it would be that this is one of the shows where, especially it being on its last season, is not a show that you just jump into and then assume that you're going to love. No, you need to watch it from the beginning. Sorry to say that. That's how it is. Too bad for you. Um, but yeah, that's that's really that. Uh, so yeah, um, definitely want to see more of, uh, what's her name? The, the tall chick um, with the blonde hair who swore to protect Stanza and Arya. And now she's in love with Jamie. Um, Want to see what's up with her. They didn't show her. Um, and really, that's kind of like the only character I can think of that I don't know what's going on. Um, more with the Wildlings. They popped up for a quick hot second. Um, it was funny. What they did was funny. Um, also, they had this they had this kid stabbed onto a wall with like a bunch of legs and arms like sprawling out um, around him. And it was like, oh, shit. And it was like the, the Night King did this to send a message. And then, like, the dude turned his back to the kid and his eyes opened up and they were blue. And then he just started like, ah! <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, please don't stab him. This, this, this. <laughs> and, like, they, they stabbed the kid with the fire sword. He caught on fire and he just, like, burned and screamed. It was hilarious. But, um, yeah, that was really... All that happened in the first episode. And I uh, can't wait for more. So, yeah. Um, I really can't really like rate it or anything like that. <laughs> it's, it's an episode to a show, but fantastic nonetheless. So yeah, first episode of Game of Thrones. Great. Great. Uh, can't wait for more. I'm, I'm gonna end this. I'm gonna end this podcast now. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. This is this is a good time to end it. Okay. Yeah. Um. So that was my um review and intake on the first episode of Game of Thrones. Uh. By all means, if you have anything that you want to talk about, or there was something that um you know you saw that I didn't mention that you wanted me to bring up, please drop me a line on heytheflame at gmail.com. I will definitely answer you as quickly as I possibly can. I check my email like. Uh once a week <laughs> i don't check it that frequently but trust me like if you were to message me i would definitely get back to you uh, i don't check it frequently because no one no one leaves me messages i don't so lonely feeling so lonely baby <laughs> but um uh my name's daniel the flame uh yeah i'm signing off now yeah my name's daniel the flame this has been fun with flame and as always i hope you had fun